Welcome to the Virtual Stab Comedy Theater. It's time for Dregs of Craigs. Please welcome your screen, Dregs of Craigs. Oh, and welcome everyone to another live episode on Stab Dregs Howdy! This is the show where we dive into the bottom, the bottommost pits of Craigslist to dig out crusty, moist diamonds for you to peruse and uh, do uncut gems about i don't know yeah uh, my name is sean crandall i'm steve ross and i'm peter beta uh you may notice that dustin lo- looks a little funny yeah has well, a different name yeah uh well if you are hoping to tune in to dustin's scheduled segment for this show all 898 pokemon sorted in order of fuckability and why part four of nine that has been bumped to next month uh, where we will be picking up with Magmar, Just How Brave Are You? <laughs> but for now, we are thrilled to have a special guest with us this evening filling in and uh, getting his priorities in proper order, unlike some people. It's a pleasure to have you, Mr. Pete. Oh, thank you. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Now, you run the uh, Middle Class Film Class podcast that also streams on Stab once a month. That is correct. Yeah. Tell us a little um, bit about that. Um, so middle-class film class is a podcast, as you said, it's, um, it's, so we release weekly. We actually just went through a small format change and now we're releasing twice a week. Uh, we our, our shows are r- roughly about two hours long. So we're splitting them up into about hour ish episodes twice a week. And, uh, it's a movie news and review uh, podcast. We do, um, Gavin chatter at the beginning of the show where we talk about whatever's going on in the week and in news, interesting stories like army hammer being an alleged cannibal, to uh you know new you know new cast interesting cast releases for big movies that are coming out whatever what have you we'll play trivia sometimes uh and then we give all three of us me joseph and tyler the three uh, co- three hosts um we give streaming recommendations for our, our listeners to that we've watched in the week and where you can find them for free or sometimes for a buck or two so um that's the the bulk of it and then every week we do one deep dive review into a movie chosen by the uh, spinning, whoop, spinning wheel of destiny right here. Ooh. And it's uh, we have a bunch of different movie selections that each of us put on the wheel, and then a bunch of fan picks on there. So if you're a listener to the show, you can write in, tell us what movie you want to hear, and it'll get chosen at random. And we do a 45 minute to an hour deep dive on each movie. That's a good time. Neato. So, yeah. Well, thanks for I, slumming I, it with us. I was gonna say I don't appreciate how much more put together that sounds than what everyone is watching right now, but I guess fuck me, sure. Come on down to my trailer park and start handing out fucking tree trimming service brochures, bro. <laughs> no, it's it's a good it's a good time. It's a fun it's a funny show, and we uh, we record it pretty much live like it's a radio show. So it, when when Jesse came along, was like, hey, you should come stream on the stream on the the stab uh, stream. Uh, you know, once a month and we're like, well, we do a two hour show. You can give us a two hour spot and we pretty much don't have to change anything. So it's uh, it works out. It's a good it's a fun time. So you can find us anywhere you find uh, fine podcasts and shit. That's podcasts. cool. <laughs> I'm very glad to have yeah, you. I'm just a little sad. Like, yep. I'm just a little sad. Jesse didn't warn you. Basically, what you're doing right now is like flipping over a tent in a homeless camp and screaming. You should check out the opera. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm happy to, you know, switch it up and do some fun, uh, uh, improv about these, uh, fun. I have some interesting things I've found, uh, for sale and interesting people in the mostly Tampa Bay area. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> how they do it. <laughs> yeah. Florida is an enigma. And uh, I just, I, speaking of movies, I just watched the most Florida movie I've ever seen in my life called The Beach Bum. Uh, Harmony Corinne's The Beach Bum, starring Matthew McConaughey, streaming on Hulu. Right. Oh, oh I, I didn't even know, but somehow in my heart, I knew it was McConaughey. <laughs> it's, it's so Florida. It's about as Florida as it gets. <laughs> well, let's start out. I have an ad for us from Boise Volunteers. Okay. It's called I wouldn't volunteer I to go to Boise. I need to rent a friend. Oh. I need to rent a friend. Saturday nights, Neurolux. All my old friends either moved away, got locked up, or OD'd. I'm not sure liver failure counts as OD'ing, but that happened to my cousin. <laughs> Could pay you if push comes to shove. Uh, oh, hmm. Otherwise, isn't it, is it not a rental if there's no money involved? That's true. That's just called a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you would if if you have to pay, or if you if you don't have to pay, then that's just a friend. But if you yeah, do, true. that's that is a, a commodity, a service provided. Mm. Uh, well, which this guy is looking for. He wants you to go to uh, with him to Neurolux, which is not something I think would exist in Idaho. No, it like it sounds like some sort of spa treatment from the Jetsons. I think it's one of the clubs that uh, Stefan featured on Saturday Night Live. New York's yeah. hottest club is Neurolux. <laughs> oh, it could also be it could also be that club where um, all the white people with dreads danced in the second Matrix movie. Oh, <laughs> in, in the in the bowels of Zion. In the bowels yep. of Zion, yeah, that's probably called Neurolux. You know, there were so many people in that rave with dreadlocks. They didn't like use any of the actual Foley work of them just slapping each other in the face repeatedly. <laughs> it just sounds like mixing a bowl of spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> you know what it's like going through a car wash <laughs> and not a touchless. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel, I feel kind of bad for that guy. I mean, I, I know, I know how hard it is to be in a strange place and not have a whole lot of friends, uh, but uh, resorting to Craigslist to literally rent a friend is a, uh, those are tough times, my friend. Tough time. Yeah, I, I had sympathy for him right up until he started listing the reasons he doesn't have friends anymore, where they're either dead or locked up or mm, maybe you got to have a little bit higher standards, my dude. Or, yeah. or or I guess if not, then you are actually looking in the right place. <laughs> now, here's the incentive, and this is why I think it's <laughs> it's push comes to shove. I can give you money is because mm. you're supposed to hear this. Most of my friends end up locked up or OD'd. That is a guarantee of a good time. That's ah, that's so true. That's what you're getting paid in. You're getting paid in an experience mm -hmm. of being beaten High up on by drugs a cop before, before being thrown <laughs> in the drunk tank. There you yeah. go. Yeah, do you, you know what gold paint smells like? Yeah, <laughs> you about to find out, my dude. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna end up in the drunk tank three counties away, my friend. <laughs> Yes, but at the end, you have a story, and that's really what counts. You know what I like to think? And, uh, this, this guy is probably the cause of all his friends' uh, deaths and incarcerations. He just left that part I out. I was going to say, 
Mm-hmm. He didn't say in jail. He just said locked up. <laughs> They're in his bed. We're not sure who did it or yeah. for what reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, this, oh. this could be very, you know, like, oh, I have uh, very Skyrim. I've pushed you down into my dungeon well, and I just locked the grate over it. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> playing he, He's playing a, a real-time version of The Sims, and it's just his life. He, he mm-hmm. built a he built a basement and then deleted the stairs and all his friends are down there. <laughs> <laughs> Would you Almost rent me? Staring at the corner. Yeah. I'd Pissing rent themselves. Me. I'd rent me so hard. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. <laughs> Goodbye, Craigslist. Oh, speaking of which, I, I wanted to tell you guys my experience with Craigslist. Can I tell you that? I don't know. You go ahead. I, I don't like how that started, but go go ahead. The yeah, launching was, point is troubling. I posted a picture of my fluffy white dog, and I asked for a girl to help me carry a couch into the back of my van when I had a cast on my leg. <laughs> now, I, I, uh, I, I was... Uh, for a time in my life, I was looking, I was renting rooms with some friends and we, we rented a house. It was probably too big for our britches. And, and, uh, there was, uh, two of us and then a couple in the house and the couple split up at some point, we had to find a, a roommate and none of our <laughs> friends were, um, capable of doing that at the time. So we just went on Craigslist and we're like, we need a guy to rent a room with us. And we found, um, a pilot named Larry who owned like five houses in Tahoe and then just used our house to camp out. And he was a weird dude. He like literally um, money ordered the entire year's rent to our landlord. And then just showed up the next day and was like, you're not going to see me much. See you later fellas. And <laughs> that was it. Larry sounds rad. Yeah, Larry was dope. Yeah. Larry was an interesting guy. And then, uh, and then one uh, Jason, the, the second of the couple left, uh, it was just me and my buddy slim living there with Larry and we found, we put another our, our ad out for Craigslist because it worked so well the first time. And this guy from North Carolina, which we mentioned earlier today, pre Oh my God, we found him. Yeah, it's Bill, old Bill. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill showed up and uh, trailered all his stuff across the country and uh, rented a room with us. And he was one of the, one of the most interesting, I almost said dumb. Uh, he's one of the dumbest guys I've ever met in my life. Bill's a good guy, but oh my God, he's dumber than a bag of hammers. And uh, <laughs> okay. I believe you now. Yeah. I believe I, your story. I lived with him for about a year and the things that came out of that guy's mouth. Holy shit. <laughs> so I love Craigslist. <laughs> well, you just... should never live with anyone you want to keep as a friend because it, it's the guaranteed way to just get completely sick of some motherfuckers. Just God, never let a friend live with you for any extended period of time. Jesus, it's basically hell. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting that you should say yeah. that. Yeah. Are you, are you guys roommates? <laughs> <laughs> we were we for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. And then one of us moved on. Mm-hmm. Priorities, right? Yeah. You didn't stay for our mini muffin chocolate chip cookie frosted cups, Sean. Nah, I found a you wife. You didn't stay when we house. had got some fucking cats. Yeah. Pixel still cries herself to sleep at night without you, Uncle Sean. Look, look, uh, your dogs would be annihilated by my cats. I am sorry. Yeah, I, mm, I can't really argue back, that. Yeah, my just, yeah. No, my tiny 11-pound adorable female terrier mixes are basically eagle food. 
We have yeah, to be dogs. careful with them. What a, what a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's sort of more like a towel that gets nervous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rosy for sure. Anthem. Yeah, definitely. Shaking towel. <laughs> mm-hmm. If there's any seismic activity, it's just Rosie being nervous. True. She's like a seismometer, though, because she only like rotates in sync with the Earth's rotation. <laughs> Pete, what you got for us? <laughs> well, I got a couple of uh, I got a couple of listings for some really interesting products that I think are. Um, I'm I'm confused why anyone would choose to list a product like this on Craigslist or really anywhere. So I'm just going to go through a few of them <clears throat> uh, real quickly. Well, let's see if uh, we excellent. can match these with some some people who want to buy them. Let's let's go. Yeah. These. See the if trigger friend, not shopping network. See if our friend from Boise uh, wants a uh, uh, pressure pressure washing hose reel. Works great. Fifty bucks. It's literally just a a mechanism that you would wa- like wind up a hose with or something. Uh, wall mounted. You could probably get these at uh, Harbor Freight for five dollars. Yeah. Uh, okay. Selling for 50. Um, mm-hmm. strange thing. Ah, great, right. great markup. Uh, true, true. Over two by low, sell high. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, over 200 uh, of these uh, single use, uh, they're called uh, HDPE spray bottles. It's like a plastic, a plastic white spray bottle. Ah, yeah, okay. It's it looks Cases. like a shout bottle. <laughs> yeah, imagine you take take a take a like a bottle of Fantastic or, mm-hmm. or or Shout, dump it out, peel the label off, and you're left with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and here's and the description: uh, How many of those was it? Over 200. So 210 of them. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> uh, this says uh, looking to trade a box of white HDPE spray bottles. I'm <laughs> for trade. I'm open for trading almost anything for of value trade. that doesn't take up much room. These are great to sell at garage sales or flea markets. So give them away to hmm. someone for other shit that he wants to put away somewhere that doesn't take up too much space. And then you can sell okay. them for me, basically. Take All them right. to the market, I guess. This is like- some, some fallout <laughs> level bartering, just like, I'll, I'll give you, if you give me 50 caps, I'll give you these spray bottles I found in the old MIT building. <laughs> I do like that he's not very picky with what he's about to trade them for. It's just like, it's the gig economy of hoarding. You're not getting less shit in your garage, but it's different shit, so it's better. That's right. It's fresh shit, uh, which always is yeah. uh, arguably better, I guess. I've been doing. <laughs> I've been hoarding plastic things for a while, and I kind of want to move on to rotting fruit. <laughs> if you have any piles of like old plums, I would yeah. love to fill my garage with that. Oh, well, let me go ahead and check the curb of three of the nine houses on my street. <laughs> oh, look, there they are. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know what the, the end game is for this. I think you're right. It's a, it's a, it's a hoarder swap. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I really wish that these, I mean, I, I, I wish these people had higher self-esteem for themselves so they could actually ask for what they want. I'd love to see something like, we'll tr- trade for a wood burning kit. Like something very specific, you know? Ooh. Yeah, like they want to build up a discipline. They want to find a hobby, not just have 200 yeah. spray bottles for whatever fucking reason. Maybe that's what we can do. We can respond to the ad mm-hmm. and then Ooh. say, well, I didn't actually have anything in mind, but what do you want? Yeah. What you is, seem like seem a lost soul. What does Jeremy <laughs> want in his like, soul? Like, hey. I brought like this big old plastic tub for all those spray bottles you got, but 
how you doing? Yeah. You okay. Okay, bro. It's a this is a safe space. We're in the you know trust yeah. nest with the tree. Like <laughs> you're about to lose here. like 200 spray bottles, man. You're gonna go through a grieving process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First you're gonna be angry, and then you're gonna try mm. to bargain. Which actually, I guess he's in the bargaining phase okay. right now. Technically. Yeah, what if you just take like bargaining phase? That's true. <laughs> What if you just take like a hundred of the spray bottles and then I can give you the other hundred later and then you can give me like the other half of the child that you have taken from me? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't Craigslist barter. Um, okay. Half of here. the child. Are you in the, you, you, you doing that bartering in Solomon's court? <laughs> oh, it's all some, Jesus. it had to start somewhere. Um, take the spray bottles. <laughs> he's, a, you, he's a real owner of the spray bottles. Half of this baby. Or 200 spray bottles i can sell at arimathea all right listen listen here we can split a baby but i'm not splitting up my 200 spray bottles okay they go it's all or nothing. It's a package deal yeah it's all baby. shrink wrapped it's kind of a pain in the ass to get individual units out you know how it is i just want to know where they came from did he did he like i'm i'm sorry i'm being gender non-inclusive did they uh, this could be a woman who's want, wanting to sell these uh, or barter or trade these 200 plastic bottles, HDPE true. bottles. Very, very specific true. Kind of plastic. Um, here's, here's another quick one. Uh, we'll trade a banging Invicta watch looking for Amazon tree boas. That's the specificity that I really want. That's, that's what we're looking for. That's a man who knows what he wants. He wants right. a big old snake. Yeah. Not any <laughs> I stick. only have... A tree boa, an Amazon tree an boa. An Amazon tree boa. Don't even fucking come to me. I only have a tree boa. I swear to I God. I only have a knockoff Samsung tree boa. <laughs> for, for a minute, I thought for a hot It doesn't second, work with Alexa. I forgot about the rainforest. Yeah, actually, Amazon. And I was just thinking of <laughs> Amaz like Amazon basics. Amazon yeah. basics. Yeah. Snakes. It's it's a mm -hmm. it's a it's a rocket fish insignia brand boa. Tree boa. Ooh. <laughs> Last gotta get that year. RGB. I, I ordered I ordered an Amazon tree boa from Wish and <laughs> it came segmented. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I need a live one. <laughs> yeah, you know you you got to specify the type of type of uh, snake you want to because um two people are gonna be like here's a garter snake let me get that watch it's like <laughs> it was born yesterday you asshole this is an Invictus watch I know this watch by the I'm way I'm gonna need is, two snakes <laughs> this watch by the way is ugly as sin. This is one of the, <laughs> it looks like, it's like a black, just a plain black watch with like a white face. Invicta is the brand. And mm -hmm. I mean, Invicta watches go for anywhere between like 30 bucks and $300. And it looks like it's in jail. It has like, like bars across the, it's not even a, it's like a watch that you would give away to someone if you got it as a gift. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> But does it have what? like a roll cage on it? That's that's what I'm trying to visualize. Um, imagine um, imagine Tom Hardy on the front of the war rig in Mad Max Fury Road. That cage. <laughs> oh, that that it's that in front of his wrong yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It looks like mm -hmm. that. Looks like that. Which is okay. uh, I, I don't know why you why would you even hire a guy like Tom Hardy and then cover up those gorgeous lips with a, a cage? That's mm. why Venom knows what it's doing. It's like. <laughs> It's just we all go. mouth. We're going to make him make out with this symbiote in number yep. two. Yes. It's it's all soft core. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm yeah, not a lot too. of people know that's where the writing process for the Venom movies started. It's like, okay, we're going to have a movie about, uh, we're going to put Tom Hardy in it, and we're going to need to give him just a lot of mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually how um, similar writing process for the movie Legend. You guys know that one? 
Tom Hardy mm-hmm. plays twins. Four lips in that movie. Ooh, yeah. Four Tom Hardy lips. lips. Yeah. <laughs> Sexually charged role. Yes. Um, so those are, those are the three uh, weird uh, small items that I, I think. Um, what, 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 are they, what are they doing with their lives? Hmm. I want a snake. What should I, what should I, what should I haggle with the strangers on the internet? Uh, how about my shitty Invicta watch? Mm-hmm. You know, more than once I have wanted to play like Craigslist matchmaker and just be like, Hey, this guy's looking for this thing. Maybe hit him up mm-hmm. or like, Hey, this person's really lonely. How desperate are you? And then just like sending the contact numbers here and there. But then I realize I'm getting involved. And that's not going to happen because these people are terrible because they're on Craigslist. Haven't you seen the butterfly effect? Do you know what you're going to do? Yes. <laughs> Seriously. It's weird. Yes, we are the watchers. The butterfly effect? Yeah. The, the one. Yeah. The one and only. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you, could, you could send a message to the, uh, the guy that's selling plastic bottles and give him the message for the Invicta guy. Say, hey, mm. give him a couple of weeks so he's going to have a, at least a cool pet. Um, you can have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> and you can use one of those bottles to mist it or whatever. I don't know. Ah, there you go. Snakes. Yeah. Do you miss snakes? I'm sure you do. Or maybe the snake will eat you and put you out of your misery. <laughs> See, you there's hope all around. <laughs> that's, that's all we're hoping for here on Craigslist, for a snake to eat everyone. Yeah. And then itself, <laughs> an, just an Ouroboros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that word? Yes. <laughs> Ouroboros, but I like to say Ouroboros. I'm not aware. I'm not aware of that one, and I'm intrigued. Ouroboros uh, is uh, the the snake that is eating its own tail. Uh, like one of stubble. the first historical instances of self vor. Hmm. <laughs> very interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it weird? I think. Is it is. weird that I'm hard right now? <laughs> no, It'd be weirder no. if you weren't. Twelve o'clock. <laughs> Look, we were every, just every, talking about Tom Hardy's lips. Yeah. Every boy. Every boy who's coming of, uh, you know, sexual age, tries to do his own little Ouroboros <laughs> and eventually hurts their torso in the process. Yeah, usually it's the ribs that get in the way, yeah. I assume. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, uh, That's what I've heard. That's yeah, what I understand from a medical perspective. One would venture to guess. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what do you got uh, for us? Uh, I'm going to steer this far away from all that. I'm going to say the words I've been waiting to say for about three weeks. Uh, I would love for you guys to go to JurassicFightNight.com. Okay, here we go. I didn't had know uh, that. Here, I will drop a link here for you. Boom, baby. In what may be the best thing I've ever seen. Ooh. Pangea presents Jurassic Fight Night. Glendale, Arizona, where dreams come true. Uh, (laughs) What it turns out this thing is, you know those like walking with dinosaurs shows where they have like two or three guys in a big dinosaur suit puppet and they like roar at the crowd and make a ring around and then go into the background? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is that show when they stop fucking around and start beating each other's asses. <laughs> Holy Jeez. shit, it's Judge Mills Lane. <laughs> this is incredible. Basically, this is Rowdy dinosaur. I know. Rowdy Rowdy Indo-taker. Raptor. 
This is live dinosaur puppet fights. Jesus. Oh, God. Where did you find this? I forget where I saw the actual link for it, but now I'm like ready to set up a road trip. Harry the Hammer Utah Raptor. And I love his actual like full snout luchador mask on his uh, his outfit here. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Wow. These are these are impressive. I like the trace. Yes, they are. I am. I'm here for it. Hold on. Let me let me see if I could. This kind of reminds me of uh, Battle Bots. Put this in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Battle Bots, but they're not robots. They're actually people inside, and they're dinosaurs. But like the Triceratops has its own skills because it could just like gore you to death with its horns. That's true. At some point, you have to worry about like which actual costume is more dangerous instead of just yeah. which is actually a predator. And the guy, the guy in the Dilophosaurus, actually picked up all those spray bottles from that guy in, in Boise. And she, he's, ah. shooting, he's shooting him out with black tar out of his mouth, right there at you uh, go. right at oh, uh, Newman, right at yeah, right at yep, poor Nettie. Yeah, you'll <laughs> never find your Barbasol now. <laughs> Dodson, we got Dodson here. <laughs> Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. <laughs> I just, but I, I can I can attest. Um, I lived in the Glendale area for a mm. while during college. That's about the best thing you're going to be able to do in Glendale. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Not much else. You could go down to the Circle K on, uh, <laughs> on the corner or the one on the next corner or the one on the next corner. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now, I would love to do a very, very, very deep dive into this, but that would be an entire episode. So we might do that for Patreon later. But I also just want to mention that each of these uh, dinosaur puppet fighters has a personality and a bio and a backstory on the website. Of yeah. course. Awesome. It makes me so happy to read that something is called the Indotaker. Uh, he's 20 feet high. He has a 4,500 pound bite force. He weighs nine tons and he's from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> he's from Orlando known for statuesque appearance and fearful teeth that sounds like a medical condition see I, I, I want there to be full WWE style beefs heel turns like fucking That's rowdy what Roddy is, Raptor this is. turns around and becomes like oh now he's the bad guy oh yeah, yeah. you know what I neglected to mention this, viewers at home. Each of these dinosaurs have those weird, like, fingerless boxing gloves that you see on MMA fighters. Oh, yeah. They legit throw down on each other. Like, it's not just fucking around and making dinosaur noises. These people fight. It's I'm a, so excited. It's an MM, MMA by dinosaurs. Rowdy Roddy yes. Raptor is apparently, apparently from Edinburgh. <laughs> so uh... Makes sense. You know what the funny thing is? Like they have the, they have these uh, bios for them, and, and normally it's it's kind of like when they give a bio for a Pokemon, and it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Clefairy weighs nine thousand pounds. It's like, what the fuck? Is it <laughs> badass like, Clefairy? Really? Nine, yeah, nine thousand pounds. Okay, that's <laughs> thirty-seven feet tall. It's like that doesn't make any sense. You know, at some point in this, you actually have to see Rowdy Roddy Raptor, and he's not twenty feet tall. He's a guy in a suit. Yep. <laughs> so, 
if you, I hope you're happy. Uh, Dinosaur <laughs> Jurassic Fight Nights, you just broken a little child's heart. I just yeah. found a video called the Stiggy Visits Phoenix Children's Hospital. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Which I have a lot of problems with. <laughs> we we, we don't anti- have anyone else. Your anti-children's hospital? <laughs> the, Phoenix Sun, the Phoenix Sun stopped going there. So we have yeah, to he, use the dinos. He didn't go for Make-A-Wish. He went for the opposite. <laughs> oh! Sean! Okay, when we win the lottery, we have to create the Monkey's Paw Foundation. Where we take dying kids' last wishes and just ruin them. (laughs) Ah, that's good. (laughs) Like, oh, I want to meet a wrestler. Oh, you want to meet a wrestler, Timmy? Well, here's (laughs) Stiggy the Skull Basher Stigmalock. I know John Cena was busy, but we got a guy in a raptor suit for you. I want to be yep. Spider-Man. Well, say goodbye to your uncle. I know. <laughs> We're going to go murder your uncle in Times Square. Yes, we want ironic punishments Square, for dying children. Of it. I know. Mm-hmm. We're going to pull him out of his uh, 74 who Buick K, or K car. <laughs> <laughs> also used in the Evil Dead because it's a Sam Raimi callback. And for some reason, you're going to stand there and tell me to stop. And I'm going to be like, why? Superhero. You'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) You can cope. You get. Oh, wait. No, you're actually not. Yeah. Well, hey, soon it won't matter. Yeah. There you go. You'll return to the heat death of the universe. You won't live to regret it. I got got a Spider-Man joke. You want to hear it? Go ahead. What do you call Spider-Man without his web powers? Peter Parkour. Ah, uh, <laughs> two right. layers. It's called a not, pun, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> I got a Spider-Man joke. If you want to hear it, yes. Uh, what do you call a Spider-Man without any eyes? Mm, Spiderman. Sp German. S. Peterman. <laughs> you got close. That's good. I love it. Okay, I got one. Tri Cities. Washington misconnection. Oh, I thought you meant a Spider-Man joke. Fuck. I was I was racing for another Spider-Man joke. At the very least, a carnage joke. You broke our flow, Sean. I said he's Washington. Well, yeah, got you. I got you a pad for your flow. Uh, missing best oh. friend. Answers to Biggie Clark. Ooh. Well, okay. <laughs> now I'm going to read this as it is written, complete with because because it is written with the accent all right cool so i am going to okay. read it in the accent give it to me straight biggie are you still <laughs> mad at me if so just let her go man please just sit down that heavy old bag that you've been carrying for so long you know the bag filled with bitterness anger resentment and butterfinger candy bars <laughs> i think i seen that's that a heavy past- ass bag I think I seen you at the Pasco car wash the other day as you was running that dirty old truck brush up and down your back crack. And it was good to see you. I still care whether or not you stink when using public. Wow. You may hate me now, Biggie, but don't forget, I was the only hillbilly who visited you in the hospital when you got that shiny thingamajigger stuck way up in your hot pocket and got her stuck to the point where it took... (laughs) Okay. 
Right it now. got her stuck to the point where it took six of the most gentle and steady-handed EMTs from Benton City to hold your drunk Sasquatch ass down just to get a good enough angle to pull it out for you. Wow. That's a friend right there. Yes, it is. A lot to unpack, literally. That's beautiful. <laughs> Plus, I was the only one who came with you to court a few years back when you was facing 10 years in La Pinta, not the boat. After getting yourself arrested with your drawers all down around your ankles. What the hell was you doing out there in that field? I heard you's drunker than a slapped monkey chasing critters around. Don't you know them critters was owned by that Benton City Mayor feller? Yep, you went and got yourself charged with your second GUI that night. Goating under the influence. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And only shame and embarrassment was felt by all us country folk once word got out. And even dead as a doornail, old Roy Clark from the 1980s TV show Hee Haw was rolling in his goddamn grave. <laughs> wow. Uh, I have a theory. Uh, this was actually Larry the Cable Guy just doing a character, testing a character. Ah. <laughs> yeah. He's it is very, new... very detailed. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't, he has nowhere to test a type five. So he has to do it on Craigslist. <laughs> What's, I mean, no one else is Larry, listening. What's the uh, Larry the Cable Guy's catchphrase? Get her done. Get her done. Yeah. You got consume Prilosec. Yeah, your third G U I. God dang it. Uh, what's his name? Big Clark. Biggie Clark. <laughs> Biggie Clark. Biggie Clark. Biggie Clark. Yeah, I. Also, I, the, I the, go ahead. The way the title works: missing best friend answers to Biggie Clark. As if he were a lost pet. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a pet at first. I was my, oh, my best friend, my raccoon. He took off on me. My best friend, Biggie oh. Clark. No, uh, I might be disconnecting. Just a sec. Uh oh. Nope. Oh, he called it. Called his own demise. He did, he did call it. Well, yeah, I think I th I thought at first he was a uh, he was actually um, looking for his friend from Boise, or maybe he could just set those two guys up together. Right. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think Biggie Clark needs to work on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Before, a... you know, before he, before he can focus on anything else, because he, he's got that big old bag. In addition to the Butterfingers, it's filled with bitterness, anger, resentment. And. You know, you got to learn yourself to love in your... the situation, Biggie. Yeah. You got to learn to love yourself before you love again. Mm hmm. And uh, Larry the Cable Guy is a tender lover. We all know this. It's a cliche for a reason. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't doubt that Larry the Cable Guy could get a Dr. Phil-style TV show. Probably. You know? Like, I absolutely think that could happen. I mean, there's there's a lot of hours to fill on the, on the, te on the television. And, yeah. and uh, I've, I've said this many times um, in my personal life, but 24-hour uh, sports networks are ruining the world. The, we oh. don't. We don't need to hear about uh, the NFL during the offseason. And we don't need to have the Steve Wilkos, Wilkos show to fill up our time during uh, when you're sick at home from elementary school. No, no. Jerry Springer was enough. Look, if you're going to do if you're going to do 24 hour sports in the offseason, you better put on some weird sports from like all over the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I, I I mean I'm cool with the you know like the Tibetan slap fights and you know the chasing the cheese wheel down the hill and oh all, yeah yeah all the Highland uh, Highland uh, Olympics where they throw the log at each other or whatever. Absolutely, uh, there's are, that the, one game where they um, oh, man, they like try and toss a 
it's from like oh it's it's, it's somewhere kind of by mongolia they okay. toss a dead goat into like a big concrete hole mm-hmm. and they're all on horseback while they do it okay and you get points for tossing the goat into the hole all right i mean i'd like I'm to not, see that on ESPN. i'm not one to judge other cultures but that sounds a bit weird <laughs> it, it is a bit weird yeah no i mean i'm i'm cool with like espn's fine 24 hour mm-hmm. sports you can find you know a void for that but when it's the nfl network and it's on 24 hours a day oh, yeah when i was a kid it was like at some point some of the channels would just turn to c-span it got so late in the day and it was just like um it was just uh, all of a sudden you're watching book tv we got nothing we got nothing it's 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 senators now oh hi hi there sorry about that jesus you had to go find your friend biggie clark no, biggie clark lives in my heart pete <laughs> i don't have to go find biggie clark he is with me at all times oh i see thank it's, you it's an analogy for the the friendship we learned along the way no it's jesus <laughs> Biggie Clark is Jesus. Yes. And Biggie Smalls is the Holy Spirit. When there was two footprints and then four goat prints in the sand, that was <laughs> Biggie Clark carrying you the way, along the way. <laughs> Did we figure out Biggie Clark was the goat? Oh, no. Um, no, we, we He's going under the influence, man. Ah. Uh, is being a goat considered goating? Is it goating with a T or a D? Is it goating? Ooh, could you goad your goat? Now, it could be Cronenberg's The Fly, where he is part man, part goat. Oh, he could be a fawn. Goading under the influence. Oh, I see here. Or maybe maybe he's uh, being accused of being the greatest of all time under the influence. Ah, that's true. Yeah, goading. Also, uh, Mm -hmm. Also another name for a GTO, the Pontiac GTO. People call it a goat, even though there's a no, there's no A in there. That could be, that could be part of it. You're driving, yeah. You're driving your goddamn '74 GTO down the road under the influence again, Clater. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell you doing? You got ten babies at home. You got to feed. You can't hit. You can't handle the wet and reckless. You can't drive stick with your big cloven hooves, silly. You're a puck. Oh, I forgot. See, I don't know if he, a goat. he has the ability to have kids. He had a. He had that shiny thingamajigger stuff stuck way up in his hot pocket. That's true. That's true. And it took six gentle and steady-handed EMTs from Benton to get it pulled out. I wonder how many of those were involved in just holding him down or how many of them actually were needed for the extraction part. Because I feel like that's an important distinction. Yeah. Two, two good, nice, grippy hands is enough, but four to hold right? uh, big, big Clark, Biggie Clark. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, with Biggie Clark, you need the jaws of life. <laughs> I would, I would, uh, I would be very afraid if I had uh, something stuck in in one of my orfi, and mm-hmm. it was, uh, and they came at me with the jaws of life. I'm like, no, there's shrapnel. Uh, no, you got a foreign <laughs> object way up in your grundle there. Just let me sneeze. Just throw some pepper in my face. There, there's, an, there's another way, please. <laughs> I assure you, we can unscrew it or something. Put that down. <laughs> put that down um i have a i have a posting of somebody that might be friends with biggie clark go ahead is okay. it from me because i would absolutely be friends with biggie <laughs> clark um it is from uh waterford new york in the albany area okay 
Um, the title is called Free Snails. Ooh. And this is this is going to be read like a um, like a flash sale at uh, you know Crazy Ivan's uh, Mattress Emporium on uh, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it start to finish. All righty. We've got snails. Snails, snails, snails. All snails must go. Big snails, small snails, snails of all shapes and sizes. We've got snails, and they need to be elsewhere. We love these snails like we love our own kids, but realistically, we don't. If you love snails, or even if you don't, come on down to Big J's Free Smile Snail Emporium this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No realistic. Any day is fine. Just take the snails. I don't care what you do with them. My girlfriend won't let me flush them. And that's good. See, That's very that good. That last line makes me think you don't care about the snails as if they were your own children. I, yeah, it's a, in, all, in all reality, we don't. <laughs> I like how he's trying so very hard to get me to hurry, but it's not like they're going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only so many things you can do with a snail. Um, and once you preclude being able to flush them, you cut down probably 50% of the things you can do with the snail. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if they eat them up there, you know, steamed snails or whatever. In New York? Uh, yeah, but. Uh, I mean, that's just free. That's basically just free food, but you got to work for it. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, you know what? That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to lure all the French people down from Canada. <laughs> that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No mime. Or if you want to you wanna catch a canoe, you need the right bait. Yeah. We'll trade snails for poutine. <laughs> Under any circumstances. That's a hell of a Civ 5 trade uh, offer. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden gets an angry call from the, the government of Quebec <laughs> saying, y'all are trying to steal our Frenchmen. I like, I, like how, <laughs> I like how Quebecians say y'all, too. That's great. Yep. Yeah, so that's more Calgary. They're, uh, those, are the, uh, those are the cowboys up there. I know. The cowboys? No, literally... <laughs> <laughs> so, so my wife's gotten into literal um, half men, half cows, minotaurs, basically, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> she she's been getting into to hockey. She likes the Flames. They're from Calgary, uh-huh. and it's basically the Texas of Canada. Oh, cool! Is that where yeah. uh, is that where Letterkenny comes from? It could it could be. I think I think it's out there. It's either it's either Saskatoon <laughs> or, or Calgary. So Saskatoon, they talk like this, eh? So. Real thing accent there, eh? It's almost uh, Wisconsin. Oh, man, Letterkenny. I <laughs> need to watch that... more of it because so far, my most of my Canadian vernacular comes from South Park, and that's probably a dangerous source. Oh, you got to no, up... get it from Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah. or uh, Strange Brew, uh, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis uh, comedy from like the late 80s. They're Dave bro- Thomas, the Wendy's guy? Yeah. No. <laughs> No, Dave Thomas from, um, gosh, what was he in? He was under Grace Under Fire back in the day. He's a comedian, Canadian yeah. comedian, the Grand Lakes. Yeah, and, and he was all fresh, never frozen, and we used the square patties. And, yeah, I remember yeah. Dave Thomas. That's yeah. the one, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was all <laughs> grandfather looking, and he had the glasses and the foundation for the weird kids or whatever it was. Yeah, he was. I think he was adopted or something. So he had a foundation for like. That's what kids. it was. Yeah. For all the kids that got traded away for 200 squirt bottles. <laughs> PPC very important bottles. yeah so i'm, I'm kind of like see ronald mcdonald house doing that sort of shit <laughs> after seeing the snail posting i really like like i've never eaten a snail but i'm not a, i'm not against it you know uh but i feel like i wouldn't want to waste myself with all that all that um all the effort of getting the snail out of the shell so i would wait, wait for them to get bigger 
mm-hmm. and then they would just get attached to them, and then they'd start banging. And you know how snails get. They yeah. just they just go wild. <laughs> they're incredibly <laughs> horny. Everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. very they're virile as the day is long. You think mm-hmm. rabbits fuck like rabbits? Now snails, they fuck like snails. snails. Yep. They're <laughs> not running from predators. They make their time count. I know. <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna be alive for like a day and a half, baby. Point it up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just got a little hungry after reading that snail article. Plus, I imagined it as like a, a salesman from the Family Guy shouting it at me. <laughs> oh, well, uh, more, oh. a snailsman! Snail, snailsman! God damn you! See, <laughs> guys, this is the kind of top-notch comedy you're gonna get out here on uh, the Craig, Dregs of Craig's. Hell yes! Yes, is, that's what people it. came for. C minus puns. I know. Hell yeah, baby! That's like that's, that's called, our brand. We're home. Uh, that ain't power. That, that ain't a C minus. That's a power pun. <laughs> you say you're welcome to dress of- <laughs> turbo puns. Yeah. Uh, all right. I've got one here from Dallas Activity Partners. Uh, it's a little short, but at first I thought this was just another like uninspired horny one. Mm-hmm. But I'll 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 take you down the rabbit hole with me. Night golf is the title with three exclamation points. Any ladies or male female couples down for some night golf? I've got a golf cart and some glow in the dark golf balls. Send a pick and when you're available to play. Okay. So my question is, is he trying to fuck? Because I can't tell this time. Normally, it's a pretty open and shut case, but he's got a golf cart and glow-in-the-dark balls. Look, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Right? Like, because... normally, if you, if you posit that you have some of the required equipment for your sex analogy sport, it's usually like, I got a big old bat, or I got a big, <laughs> thick pipe that needs some cleaning. Sure. But this one actually seems like he's prepared for the activity for night pre- golfing Wait for night second. golfing which Wait deserves a, a quiet night mm-hmm. I, I i have a question uh, after he says i have a golf cart read that sentence one more time bum, bum. i've got a golf cart and some glow in the dark golf balls oh i didn't i i wasn't sure if he said golf balls or if they were he just did. balls nope glow in the dark golf balls and that's what's throwing me because usually Anytime anyone mentions balls on Craigslist, it's testicles. Yeah. I don't know what the analogy could be for having a golf cart and glow-in-the-dark golf balls. I have transportation. I can put these balls in you. Yeah. (laughs) Full insertion. (laughs) Okay, but glow-in-the-dark usually doesn't mean that, unless it's, like, dusted with LSD. (laughs) My golf balls are so smooth. Well, that's just making it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I dip my nutsack in acid. No, yeah. no, not your. It's actual glow in the dark golf balls, and then you. <laughs> no, fire it's like them that out. booth. <laughs> it's like that booth at the Harvest Festival where you dunk your hand in the wax and you make a candle in the shape of your fist or whatever. Except it's balls and drugs. I don't understand any of those words you just said. It's a scrotal <laughs> nick and lip, or nip and lick. <laughs> um, You're hitting on some experiences that maybe I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> you know those little wax like cola bottles where you bite the end off and it's just sugar syrup inside? Yeah. Huh. yeah. 
Basically, we did that, but with testicles and hard drugs. This is what they so see. You got a nut, a scrot shaped receptacle. Exactly. Think like wax lips filled with PCP and Kool Aid because you have to have something to cool it. You got to have a to, little cool drink it down with and antifreeze because you're not made of money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, America, this is, this is what liberal college indoctrination does to our youth, okay? Hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come on over to my garage and entre my panure. I, I feel like it has to be a sex thing, the golf, the night golf, although I have played night golf, and it, it is delightful. Right? Uh, that sounds like actual fun. Yeah. Uh, you guys you guys ever been to Hagen Oaks, the golf course? No, I have driven no. by it many times. So they shout have shout out to Hagen Oaks. Yeah, shout out Hagen Oaks. H, uh, yeah, H-O. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you're not like problematic in any way. I haven't looked anything up. Sorry. Hagen Oaks. <laughs> Man, stop upping the production value of our show. We can't keep that consistent. Um, you're well, gonna ruin us, Pete. You're spoiled, baby. <laughs> um, know that Hagen Oaks has a 24-hour drive range, driving range. And, okay, so three, three great things. 24-hour driving range. Mm-hmm. Bring your own alcohol to the range. <laughs> I'm not joking. They I don't know why that struck me. <laughs> uh, and number three, automatic tease. You pour a literal bucket of balls into, like, a hopper in the ground, and then after you hit your ball, you, you hit a button with a head of your golf club, and it just... And it brings Fuck you off. That's half the fun of the fucking driving range. Ah, man, I got a bad back. This is made for me, man. Now, now that's that's this that, is what all golf courses should be. Yeah, true. a lot of them are a waste of land that could be used for, you know, low income housing or something, uh-huh. you know, or some sort of community or raising snails, raising snails could or be a Bill snail Murray farm. shenanigans. Yeah, no, it's it's it really is something but special. This, out there. Yeah drinking mm-hmm. glow in the dark balls <laughs> automatic things so i don't yeah, have automa- to fucking do shit automatic tea yep. yeah it's great like, which means i get to play with up i get yeah and it's fucked up i get it's the not less even- <laughs> i'm gonna be able to do the golf things except for hitting well it's not even like <laughs> you guys ever gone to a bowling alley and just got shit faced on a lane with your friends and then it the game slowly devolves into like hey we can all bowl left-handed now let's try that Exactly. Um, yeah. We've we've done that sober because we have sure. just no scruples. Sure. No, that's cool. I've I worked at a bowling alley for uh, about a little over a little under a year and I, I we got free bowling and I got I learned how to bowl left-handed with the curve and everything. And very uh, nice. Yeah, and and <laughs> it would be we'd be there for oh gosh, hours, hours at a time and just spin on a, a stool and do dizzy bowling or try to bowl from the <laughs> Try to bowl from the carpet, like twenty feet back from the from the bowling line. <laughs> it's like that when you're when you're shit shit housed on the uh, two in the morning <laughs> at the driving range, and it's not house beer. You're bringing like four locos or you know Mickey's grenades, whatever you well, like. Well, there you go. At this that night, like me at Hagen Oaks, Clark. you can. Yes, Biggie there it is. Clark. I miss him, Biggie Clark. Rip in peace, my dude. He's out there somewhere blowing a goat in heaven. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> Doing a goat show. <laughs> Goating under the influence. He's blowing angel goats now. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking goats in heaven now. I sh- didn't go to hell for that one because God's actually on board with it. Yeah. Hey, you know, that raises a horrifying question. 
Mm. Uh, heaven is supposed to be like your ideal perfect paradise after you die, as long as you like stick to all the rules and don't eat the shrimp and don't wear polyester and all that, right? Yeah. Right. So does that mean if you're just a really horrifyingly terrible person, but you just keep it in your pants for 50 years, you go to heaven and get to fuck a bunch of goats? Hmm. There's a lot to unpack in that statement, implying yeah. that fucking a goat is makes you a horrible person, which I take personal offense to. Hmm. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, no, number two. Um, Oh gosh, I I, <laughs> I forgot what I forgot what I was gonna say because I was thinking about fucking goats. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about fucking the goats. Welcome to Dregs of Craig's, Pete. You're part of the canon. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, I I, I think uh, I think you can. Uh, is, is heaven? Is that the rule with heaven? You just do whatever you want. I thought you like. like I would assume. I don't know. I don't have a brochure. Oh. <laughs> oh, you haven't been given the watchtower several times by your local. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I do have several brochures. I haven't read them. Brother, there is no excuse. Go to Hotel Six. Open a drawer. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a I have an ad that kind of is very uh, reminiscent to that. If you want to hear it, uh, we are almost out of time. So, like, make it good. Make it okay. count. Um, this is your swan song, Pete. Will you ever come back to Dregs of Greg's? We have no idea. Maybe our schedules will never align again. Whip it out, Pete. Whip it out and impress all of us. Oh, boy. There's so much pressure here. No pressure, though. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is just a, a very seriously and obviously sexual post, and I just think it's funny because how... Perfect. Uh, this is from Seminole... Uh, uh, sorry, Seminole Tampa. <laughs> I already love it. <laughs> Uh, we need a quiet, we need a quiet space. Me and my writing partner need a quiet space to write with both of us have full houses all the time. It's hard to get anything done. Payment is an option and you're more than welcome to watch the creative sausage be made. So I don't know what kind of things you're going to see if you go write with these fellas or anal. <laughs> hey, you, you get to watch this. I felt it was pretty straightforward, frankly. Surprise! If you if you get this, you'll be <laughs> literally watching them write the script to B movie two. Oh, that's some insider knowledge I made up. Probably, man. I would love to watch just the horrifyingly awkward, unfunny creative process behind B movie two, like. It's like watching a documentary about Fire Festival. It's not going to be good at the end, but you want to see just what led up to the disaster. <laughs> what is there? No, it's it's a bee. It's a movie about bees. It's the second one. Oh, oh! In this like one, a... the bee breaks up with the milf from the first one and gets together with some twenty-year-old. <laughs> the the bestiality. I mean, I know bestiality is kind of a, a, a theme on this show now. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, but bestiality. Oh yes, thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but seriously, the amount of the amount of uh, uh, be on uh, uh, human uh, emotion with sexual tension is uh, truly disturbing. It, it is. It is uns. That movie is unsettling. Are yeah. you talking about our show or B movie? Uh, B movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. B Barry okay. Benson. There we go. <laughs> Well, you know, okay, that's when it becomes actually, like, understandable to switch over to, like, this barely legal young thing for Jerry Seinfeld as a bee. Because for him, and for what they were probably doing, that's like him moving from, like, a three-bedroom to a condo. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yes, it's uh I hated that movie the first time I saw it and now I now I have this uh, a strange attraction to it. I can't I can't. It's it's like it's quality meme fodder, which yep, is yeah. which is great. I mean, <laughs> in, in the modern landscape of uh uh, our our society that we live in, you can have a, a really strange uh, product and yeah. it can just bisect it into its the tiniest bits and used for memes. Absolutely, it's, it's like wild uh, that that Ray Liotta <laughs> is a character in the movie. Yes, it's <laughs> insane. Ray Liotta as himself and Larry yes. King as B. Larry King. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, let's wrap it up, boys. Thank yep, you for it's... listening. Thanks, uh, Jesse, for having us on again at Stab. Uh, go on and and just listen to everything that Stab does. Yeah. Go to the physical theater. They're still doing shows. They are. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. We also record regular shows uh, bi-weekly to put out uh, so you can hear more of this bullshit. Yay! And every episode, we like to end with a title that maybe the content itself wasn't uh, too amazing, but the, the, the title just really caught our eye. Uh, and uh, Steve, I hear you have something for us. Uh, I do. I have a title from Sanger in the Pets section. And uh, I'm going to read it the way I envisioned it in my head. Free 15 friendly parakeets. Need them gone today. <laughs> this has been Dregs of Craigs. Thank you for joining us. I'm Steve Ross. I'm Sean Crandall. And I'm Peter Beta. Thanks for and having until me. Until next time, may your misconnections become casual encounters. Mwah. Good night, everybody. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> that has been. Oh, wait, what am I doing over here?